but we can think. We are meditating. We have a little bit of stillness. Where our mind is focused on the mind, on clarity. And then some movement of conceptual activity, conceptual distraction begins. So if we remain calm, understand where has this conceptual activity come from? What is it? It's just mind. Where did it come from? From the mind itself, we can say, if we like, from the root mind. If we don't do anything, if we don't follow, if we don't engage, those thoughts will naturally subside, like bubbles dissolving at the top when they float to the top. Water bubbles dissolve. Where do they go? They just dissolve back into the water. So the important thing is to remain focused. So this is activity that we're still focused, but now there begins this distracting activity. As soon as we detect that, then the important thing is to remain still, remain focused on the mind. Don't follow the conceptual distractions. Maybe with Gesha says, with one corner of your mind, you can watch, but you don't take your main mind off the object. Your main mind is focused on the object of meditation, which in this case is the mind. You don't take your mind off that. You become aware through the power of alertness, mental factor alertness, you become aware of this movement. And you can check. Gesha says with one corner of your mind, you can keep an eye on this activity without distracting and then just watch watch the thought arise so there's a kind of dispassionate relationship with these thoughts when we when we meditate like this we don't engage them we just watch them if you watch a thought this is an extraordinary thing isn't it how wonderful best way to calm the mind is to watch the thoughts without engaging. So we just watch them, sure enough, they will disappear. Thoughts only remain because we engage them, we hold them. If we don't hold them, we stay focused on the main object, they will disappear like bubbles rising in the pond. They will dissolve back into the mind itself and the movement will cease. This technique comes up a lot. I would say it's one of the core methods used by Mahamudra meditators. Once we start to experience a little bit of calm in the mind, how to maintain that calm, how to prevent disturbance by conceptual destruction. Okay, so we're going to try that in this meditation. And then um, in the next session, we can refine it using some advice by Saraha. So these metaphors and analogies, that are these are given from the experience of highly successful meditators. These are not intellectual reflections on Mahamudra meditation. It's their own personal experience, the most successful way to 
keep the mind focused during Mahamudra meditation. Okay, so um, now we can, um, you know, Geshe says in um, Mirror of Dharma, if we, if we have a strong potential to gain Dharma realizations, for example, a strong potential to gain the realizations of Mahamudra meditation, then we will gain those realizations with relative ease. How do you get a strong potential to gain realizations? Geshe says, through relying upon a wisdom Buddha, Jetsankarpa, by engaging in the Guru Yoga of Jetsankarpa, it is definite that your potential to gain realizations will increase. And he said, this is the experience of many of the great meditators, including himself. So it maybe this this prayer seem a little bit long, but you know, like Geshe often says, you want to cook a nice meal. The preparation takes longer than eating the meal, doesn't it? But the meal is delicious because you prepared well. He's always encouraged us in this way. Don't be in a rush with your preparations. Prepare well and then sit down and enjoy the meal. <laughs>